when I'm being called to do more, I can definitely step up and do more. But when I'm being called to do less, I have to embrace that less and rest are okay. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast with Patrice Washington. Oh my goodness. It is the last episode of the season, season six of the Redefining Wealth Podcast. It's the last episode of 2021. And man, have I learned a lot this year. Listen, if you are brand new to the Redefining Wealth Podcast, a big welcome to you. Don't worry about it being the last episode of the year because we have over 240 episodes for you to dive into before I jump back into season seven. So don't you worry about that. Here's what you should know, though. You just stepped into probably the best personal finance adjacent community (laughs) you can find online. That means, listen, we're a community that believes that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. We actually believe and subscribe to the 12th century definition of wealth, which says it's about the condition of well-being. And so today's topic is about contentment. And if you don't believe that that is connected to your ability to produce and sustain wealth, I don't know what to tell you because we look at all the parts of life in this community that impact our finances, even when we're not thinking about it. So if you want to know more about the six pillars of wealth, go to patricewashington.com forward slash start here. That's patricewashington.com slash start here. Learn all about the six pillars of wealth. So, you know, what are these areas that are impacting my finances? And I'm not thinking about it. Now, to all the purpose chasers and OG listeners who've been with me for a long time, welcome back. This is our first time really doing season, so you're not used to hearing that a season is up, but honey, a season is up. It's okay, because we'll be back. We'll be back in 2022 in March, but again, so many back episodes for you to listen to. Go back to some of your favorites. It's going to be amazing. Now, what I like to do for the last episode of the year is usually recap my word of the year and share with you some of the high level takeaways, some of the big wins, but also some of the lessons. And trust me, 2021 has been a game changer. So there's a lot of lessons to be learned. So before I get into the case for contentment, let's start with the affirmation of the week. You know, you gotta speak positivity into your life. You gotta affirm positivity. You gotta affirm abundance. You gotta affirm yourself to wealth. This week's affirmation is I embrace the power of contentment in my life. I am content when I possess a sense of happiness and satisfaction about where I am where I've been, and I know that all is well where I'm going. I am grateful in this moment, even as I work to improve the moments of tomorrow as well. I choose to believe that contentment is a deeper and more committed step towards the fulfillment I desire in my life, business, and relationships. I understand the difference between contentment and complacency, so I remain in constant self-reflection and self-evaluation to ensure I'm consistently doing my part to give God something to bless, yet accepting rest as a part of the journey because relentless striving is not the way 
I will live my best and most vibrant life. Declare today with me, I embrace the power of contentment. So today's episode is called The Case for Contentment. And oh my goodness, have I learned so much about contentment this year. Now I have to say, over the years, you've heard me talk about my theme of the year or my word of the year. In the past, it's been simplify or it's been surrender or obedience. And every time God puts a theme or a word on my heart, It's funny that I go into the year just thinking that it'll be easy somehow. Like I start to choose what I will simplify or where I will be obedient, right? Or how I will surrender. And we all know that God laughs at your plans. So this year, what I felt really strongly was that I just wanted to be content with my choices, Right. So I would make a choice to rest or make a choice to take time off or to not move forward with certain things. And I would make the choice and I would stick to it, but it wouldn't be peaceful. I would still feel this sense of restlessness. I made the choice and then I would not necessarily second guess the choice, but still have, you know, the twirling in your stomach or a small sense of anxiousness almost about, okay, I think I did the right thing. Was that the right thing? Even though I'm being obedient and I know I feel led to do this thing. And so my prayer towards the end of 2020, and it carried over to be the theme for 2021, was God, allow me to be content with contentment. When I make a choice, allow me to then rest well inside of that choice. Allow me to embrace that choice with ease and grace. Allow me to understand that being content doesn't now mean that I'm complacent. So because I choose more rest, because I want to build more white space in my calendar, because I want to be a more present mother during Reagan's high school years that she just began this year, allow me to be okay with that. So that when opportunities come up that might look good, but maybe not be God inspired or people question why I'm taking off or question if it's a good time or a good thing to do when it feels like, well, if you do that, will you lose relevancy? Will the marketplace just forget about you? You know, In my mind, I'm Ava DuVernay. I can direct a whole movie off of one or two. (laughs) Small scenes, small occurrences, and I can direct a whole movie. I think many of us can, especially women. You know what I'm saying? We can like take something all the way. And I would find myself spiraling through all of these thoughts. And even with therapy and all of that stuff, I still just didn't find myself being content. Like it's okay to fully own the choice and the decision that you made. And so the prayer was, God, allow me to be content with contentment. And I very much saw that as being content with my present, the things that are going on right now, 
So as a recap, let me tell you about 2021 because it's actually been phenomenal. And I did build in so much more rest this year. I launched less than I did last year or the year before. Obviously, I wasn't on the road as much as I typically am. I didn't have as many brand partners and yet we had phenomenal success. So as a recap, everyone knows at this point, March 15th, I turned 40 years old, which was the catalyst for a lot of self-reflection, self-evaluation. There is something about a woman turning 40. I have heard from men who are like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't a big big deal or yeah, I mean, I thought about a few things, but for women, I think it's a pivotal time in our lives. I would hear my older girlfriends, my more mature girlfriends talk about it and I'm like, oh, really? And then it hit and a couple months before it hit, there was already so much going on, but it hit and oh my goodness, if you didn't hear my birthday episode about being unattached to numbers and labels and all that stuff, woo child, that has gone even further. (laughs) That has gotten even deeper. I may have to do another episode about things that I'm just leaving behind or that I've left behind and things that I'm unattached to. And I'm sure it'll come in the next season. But my 40th birthday happened. Lots of self-reflection, self-evaluation, a lot of shifts and changes in my life. Uh, Redefine Wealth for Yourself, my fifth book, Fifth release uh, came out on my birthday and that had been on my heart and something I wanted to do for years. Um, And it didn't even launch the way that I expected it to launch. But the feedback that I receive every day is just so fulfilling and it's mind blowing. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, I've gotten the largest brand deals of my career this year. I made a decision, a conscious choice. Um, to not work with too many people, but work with brands that I really believed in. I always have worked with brands I really believed in. But in addition to that, brands that really believe in me and respect me as a brand and a business. Because some brands think that because they cut you a check, they own you. And that they can get what they want, when they want, how often they want. They can talk crazy, you know, cut deadlines and all kind of stuff. And I was just like, no, I'm not really here for that either. So I was much more intentional about the brands that I work with this year. And yet we, again, work with less brands, but we had the biggest brand deals of my career. They've been absolutely phenomenal. Maybe you guys have seen one of them, DSW. Shout out to y'all. That has been such a great partnership. And it was one that allowed me to incorporate my daughter. And at the beginning of the year, I said that I wanted to do more lifestyle brands, not just financial institutions that allowed me to incorporate my home life and my family. And we did not pitch for that. My agent did not go out and look for that. It literally came to us. And for my daughter's friends and teachers to say, I opened an email and your picture was in it over and over again. Um, It's really been incredible. And I'm so glad I got to do that with Reagan. You can see some of those pictures on my Instagram, Seek Wisdom PCW. So that was really cool. This year, I went back to speaking on physical stages. And it felt so good. Most of my speaking was still virtual, but there is just something about being in the room. There is something electric about just being around that many souls who are just like yearning to be better, to have better, to do better, you know? And there's just that common theme of like, 
I'm ready to get it. I'm ready to get after it. And being on a physical stage again this year was really, really good. I look forward to uh, the next several stages that I'll be on will all be live um, from Arizona in January 2022 to Detroit in February and uh, even my own event for Command the Stage. We will have 50 of my Command the Stage clients live with me in Atlanta. And I'm really, really excited about just being able to hug people <laughs> safely safely, but being able to hug people and just, you know, break bread with people. Um, So that has been really good this year. Let's see. We hit seven figures earlier in the year than we ever have. My company, Seek Wisdom, Find Wealth. We actually hit it by September, which is new for us. It's usually a fourth quarter thing. So to hit it before the end of third quarter was really exciting. Shout out to my entire team. And I have to say, in conjunction with that, This year, I brought on, I think, five women-owned businesses, and that was in the area of event planning, our videographer, our photographer, our set design person, our content planning person. It feels so good to know that little old me, in addition to the team members I already had, could pour into actually six, I just thought of another one, (laughs) but could pour into seven. I just thought of another one, our tech team, and then someone who's helping us with like our WordPress and all that backend stuff. But it feels so good to know that what was just an idea, a thought over 10 years ago, when I, I wasn't quite certain and I wasn't sure, and it was really just all about this, this still small voice and this feeling in my belly that said I could do it and all of the evidence at the time that said that I shouldn't and I couldn't. And to get to this point where I now can pay contractors more than I made at my last full-time job blows my mind. And I feel incredibly blessed. And that is the point in even sharing about hitting seven figures sooner in the year was that it allowed me to invest in helping other women hit their goals and do the work that they love and chase purpose, not money. And that means a lot to me. We launched an alumni retreat. So this coming year, the alumni from my Command the Stage and Purpose to Platform programs have been invited to a retreat with me in Mexico. And that's something that I've wanted to do for a couple years. And so I'm really excited about that and what we're planning there. And there's just a host of things. So that's the high level recap of some of the things that have gone on in my life. But I say that to say that in the midst of so many good things happening, I still found myself feeling restless at different points throughout the year. And if I'm honest, just earlier this week, it still comes up. Like this is a constant conversation for me with myself, with my therapist, with my life coach, because it's like I said in the episode, you can't be select with surrender. I found that I could be very comfortable surrendering in financial matters, but then not surrendering in my relationships. There's an example, right? 
Well, in this space, I find that I learned to be content in one area and then I realized just how discontent I am (laughs) in other areas of my life. And so it just keeps going. That's why, you know, we're forever growing. We're on a journey. There's no final destination. Final destination is you're dead, right? Like you're not growing anymore. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new to me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, What I also love is that Armoire is women-founded and women-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And so, when I would find myself in these moments of restlessness... I would just start to pray, God, allow me to be content. Oh my gosh, allow me to be content. Allow me to be satisfied. Allow me to be happy because I also wasn't feeling the sense that God was saying more or go bigger. You know, you have those seasons when the word is expansion. The word is dream big or the theme is dream big or, you know, there's more for you. I wasn't necessarily feeling that either. I was really feeling this sense that you have to learn to be happy where you are. You have to get out of happy when, and when you are happy where you are, it's okay to just be happy. It's okay to be satisfied. It's okay to be fulfilled and not constantly stressing out about striving for more. There's nothing wrong with that. Being content doesn't mean you're complacent. It doesn't mean, oh, I'm here and so I'm not going to do anything. I'm lazy. No, it means I'm here. I'm grateful for where I am. Wow, let me reflect. 
man, have I come from a long way. I come a long way, right? And I know that there's something up ahead and I'm okay with not knowing fully what that looks like. I'm going to trust and just know I'm moving in the right direction. And when I'm being called to do more, I can definitely step up and do more. But when I'm being called to do less, I have to embrace that less and rest are okay. They are also definitely a part of the journey. And so I really thought, I really thought that my issue with contentment was about my present. And like I said, you begin the year thinking you know exactly how this is going to go. I don't know why I keep falling for that. God has shown me so much more. And one of the areas that I really have had a lot of clarity and breakthrough and healing in has been since August, I've been working with a life coach. And I realized through that work, how not content, how discontent I actually was with my past. I realized how discontent I was with my past. And I realized that I tend to think about things in terms of business first, very much, obviously, a businesswoman. I have been pretty much my whole life. And so the reason that the work and money pillars are last is because I understand that our tendency is to do those first. And we totally dismiss the first four pillars, fit, people, space, and faith. And so I intentionally make those first to wake us up. And I have to do the same thing to myself all the time. Just know that we're on this journey together. I haven't mastered all of these things. I just have an awareness that I keep tapping into, which is what I want to pass on to you. So we think that things are about the work and money pillar, but if we're honest, there's usually some type of disconnect in the first four pillars that are keeping us from the focus and clarity we need in the last two, work and money. I was talking to my life coach and I was talking about my relationships and I said to her, I really wish I could go back and have a conversation with my younger self. And I said, is there an exercise? Because you know, I love a good exercise, right? Personal development people, we love for someone to give us something to do. I said, is there an exercise that you have for forgiving your younger self? That was my question. And the disgust in her voice when she said, how dare you? How dare you? You are trying to weaponize your current wisdom against your younger self, the younger self who did the work to get you to where you are today. How dare you? You don't need to forgive her. You need to thank her. She did the work. She read the books. She signed up for conferences. She signed up for coaching. She put herself in therapy. She did prayer and meditation. She established that you would have a prayer room. Like she established that therapy was going to be an ongoing part of your life because you understand the importance of it in your life. She determined that at 18 at 21, at 25, at 29, at 33, at 35, at 37, 
She got you here. You want to forgive her? The audacity. You need to thank her. (sighs) Talk about a wake-up call. Talk about a wake-up call. When I got off that call, I couldn't do anything but cry. When I thought about how much I've been through, the experiences that I've had, the betrayals I've endured, and the resilience I've had to show when people literally did things that they thought would take me out and I would still rise, I would still get back up, I would still keep fighting. It's because of the tools. It's because of all the resources and the relationships and the different things that the younger versions of myself invested in The fact that I'm here and that I'm of sound mind and that I get to do the work that I do when I experience the success that I have is because of all of the decisions that my younger self made. And so to try to weaponize my wisdom because I have more clarity today than I did yesterday, I agree with my life coach, the audacity. I wouldn't be who I am. The substance of this podcast would not be what it is. The depths of the conversations and the relationships that I have today would not be the same. There is no Patrice Washington without all the things Patrice Cunningham endured. There is no 40-year-old Patrice Washington without the things that 29-year-old Patrice Washington endured. There is no me without all of that. And the idea that I need to go back and chastise some younger version of myself or even the thought that I need to go make peace with her. She did the best that she could do with what she had. And thank God she did. Thank God she was present enough to say, I don't want to live like this forever, so I'm going to start doing these things now. Thank God that she had the discipline to read the books, even if she had to borrow them for the library or go to the Barnes and Nobles a couple times a week and just keep reading the same book and remembering what page you left off on. Because there were times in my life where it was that serious. I didn't have $15 to buy the book, but I was going to read it anyway. Every time she made a choice to turn on a podcast or something educational or praise and worship music, something that fed her spirit, fed her soul, it's because she knew that one day she was going to need those lessons for herself, but she would also be feeding other people's souls. So this idea of not cherishing her, crazy. And I'm so grateful my life coach snatch my edges as my clients call me the chief edge snatcher understand that to snatch your edges someone is snatching mine 
I'm so glad she didn't mince words with me. I'm so glad she didn't hold back. That's exactly why I hired her. I don't need anyone to hold back. I needed to be confronted with that truth. So my struggle with contentment in the present really stems from all the things that I was carrying around being discontent with from my past. And so for the last couple months, as I've just sat with that, and every time something's come up, I've thanked my younger self. Every time I'm tempted to shake my head or go, what were you thinking? I'm like, no, thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your discipline. Thank you for your diligence. Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for everything that you did to get us here. Not shaming you. I'm thanking you. And the more that I've done that, the more it gives me a peace about where I am presently. Because I realize that the choices that I am making today, even the choices to rest and to invest in this time with my daughter, making TikToks and doing all the things that we do at night and taste testing crumble cookies every single week. (laughs) Lord knows I don't actually need that, but it's a part of our thing. The more I lean into all of that, the more peace that I have about this version of you, you're pouring into right now because she's going to be a blessing for 45-year-old Patrice and 50-year-old Patrice. We're not going to look back at 40 and condemn the the decisions that I've made this year. I'm not going to condemn like, oh, what you should have done or you should have taken that opportunity or you should have said this or you should have left then or you should have come back there. We're not going to do that. The more... I embrace being content with my past, the more accepting I am of contentment with my present. Right now, I'm in the midst of a lot of changes in both my personal and professional life. And all of it, all of it, I know is happening for me, not to me. And so if I believe that, we say that about the faith pillar, We know that all things come together for our good and that nothing happens to us. It all happens for us to become who we need to be on this journey through life. To fulfill whatever it is we were put on this earth to fulfill. Then I can't shame my past, but I definitely can't shame my present. And so that beat up mode You know, taking the month of June off, taking the month of January off. We went to the Bahamas and unfortunately we got robbed in the Bahamas. Someone came into the vacation rental property that we were supposed to be in for the full month and stole money. And really they left credit cards and they left uh, a bunch of jewelry, but they did steal things while we were asleep. So we were in the house. And so there was... Shame around that. And people on social media, I shared the story and people going, well, you should have been leaving the country and you shouldn't have this and you shouldn't have that. And then, you know, you start doubting and second guessing and thinking. There's so many things this year, again, personally and professionally, so many things this year. And what is giving me peace at this moment is understanding that one day this year will be a part of my past. And when I'm 50, I do not want to look back and condemn who I was at 40. I don't want to come back and say, oh, she owes me an apology. I don't want to come back and act like, oh, I need to forgive my 40-year-old self. The same way I did the best I could at 20, 
25, 30, and 35, I'm doing the best I can at 40. And at 40, I have so much more wisdom than I did at that time. So this version of my best is literally the best it's going to be. <laughs> and that's that. And that's that. So this year, the case for contentment, listen, contentment has taught me to be content with not just my present, but my past as well. It's also taught me a lot about being content with the future. I believe a lot of the worry and anxiety that we have is really rooted in trying to control and manipulate the outcome of the future. When the reality is we have absolutely no control, right? We have no control over what happens tomorrow. We have no control over what happens in the next breath, in the next second, right? And so the overwhelm that we have about what tomorrow can look like. Now, do I believe in planning for the future? Absolutely. But worrying about the future, I'm learning. (laughs) I continue to learn. For what? For what? So just as much as we need to be content with the present, I'm learning to also be content with my future. That means knowing that I don't know what tomorrow holds, What do I believe about who holds me? Knowing that I don't know about what tomorrow holds. What do I know about who holds me? If I believe that God's plan is to prosper me, right? If I believe that the vision on my heart was God-given, I'm not out here just moving willy-nilly. I don't know if I'm really displaying my age here by saying willy-nilly, but I don't know. I mean, I know that I'm not out here just moving willy-nilly. I'm moving in a very spirit-led like way. Like I'm moving with intention, but I'm moving also with intuition. And I believe that intuition is God-given. And so if I'm moving in that way, no, I may not know what the entire staircase looks like, but my job, my responsibility is to trust that intuition, that nudge, that still small voice, and just take the next best step and understand that by doing that, there's no way I can fail. There's lessons I may learn. There are people that I will encounter good and bad. There are experiences I will have, good and bad, right? There are attachments, alignments I will, you know, have, good and bad. But all of them are designed to help me to continue to grow, to continue to expand, to stretch, to have new understanding, new wisdom. So if that's the case, why not be content knowing I'm happy and satisfied no matter what? Because either way it goes, I win. I'm going to fight to see the lesson or the blessing in everything. And if that's the case, no matter what happens, I win. I win. That's the thing I'm learning about contentment. There is no loss. People lose from complacency, not from contentment. When you can be happy and satisfied and fulfilled and feel an overwhelming sense of gratitude where you are, no matter where you are, because you know it's just a part of the journey, you win. 
there's no loss there. And I remember when the pandemic began. Actually, it was before the pandemic. I said this probably January 1st, 2020. I don't know what this decade holds, but I know who holds me. And I believe that saying that, believing that, embracing it, embodying it is why when the pandemic did hit and we were initially shut down in March, I was able to say purpose wasn't postponed because I still felt this strong sense of I know who's holding me. And so even in the midst of what seems like it could become a catastrophe here, what seems like it could become complete chaos, I will have peace and I will continue to move forward as instructed. And 2020 for us as a business was one of the best years in my business. It was one of the best years. It was the best year in my business. And 2021, even better. And I said the same thing turning 40. I don't know what this next decade holds, but I know who holds me. So if I know who holds me, everything that happens is divine. If I know who holds me, everything that happens is divine. Everything that happens will be fine. One way or another, it'll make me better. It'll make me stronger. It'll make me wiser. There's nothing about what I am experiencing that makes me sad. Even though I'm being stretched in many different ways, I'm not sad. I actually am excited about the future and I'm already grateful for the future. I already feel that sense of giddiness, like, oh, it's about to get good. It's about to go down. (laughs) I really do about business in my personal life. I really do. Because I believe, right, if I say I don't know what this decade holds, but I know who holds me, if I'm being held, I'm not going to fight. Have you ever seen someone who wanted to fight and then someone comes behind them and they do that hold and they're just swinging at the air? They're not hitting anything. It's like you're making a whole lot of noise and you're making a big scene, but you're not making nothing happen. I believe that when we try to fight where God is leading us next, instead of just allowing him to hold and embrace us, we're the ones that end up looking crazy. We're swinging, we're kicking, we're overexerting ourselves. And for what? And God is trying to wrap his arms around us and let us know that he's got it no matter what enemy is in front of us that thinks they can get us, we're already covered. We're protected. We're being held. And we should have a peace that transcends all understanding. Imagine being held. Imagine being in that position physically where, you know, someone is trying to come after you and you're being held And you looking at them like, I wish you would. Look at me in my daddy's arms. Child, you crazy. If you pass that imaginary line 
it's over for you. (laughs) You can threaten from over there. You can say what you want. You can do what you want, but you can only go so far. You can only do so much. Because one way or another, my next moment when I leave here, covered, protected, taken care of, I'm good. So I'm going to be content where I stand today because I know that I'll be fine wherever my next step leads me. That's where I am. That is my case for contentment. That is how I feel in this season. I don't know what the next year holds. I have no idea what it's going to look like. But I do feel that as I've gotten more clarity around this idea of being content with contentment, and I've started to experience more peace, and trust me, all of this is like the last quarter that all of this has really started to come together for me. I realized recently where it's leading me is to this idea of dreaming a new dream. Because once I became more content with my past and it allowed me to be content with my present and I started to work towards being content with my future, I realized that the addition of all of this new information and revelation around contentment has also opened me up to the fact that it may be time to dream a new dream. It may be time to dream a new dream because as I was not as content with my future, the anxiety was I was planning for things that were not necessarily in alignment with my spirit. And so in my mind, what I was planning for the future made sense based on where I was today, but where I was presently wasn't fully content. And so there was still that twinge of like struggle, stress, strife that that was kind of come out. And now that that is diminishing, the possibilities for my future are so bright and the dreams are just starting to look different because I'm not the same person who entered 2021. I'm not the same person who crossed over from 39 to 40. And so the dreams that I had for my future were based in my level of thinking and experience from my 30s. But now I'm like, hmm. 40s might look different. 40s may look different. It's okay to dream a new dream. I don't know that I'll live in Atlanta forever. You know, I I don't know, you know, that I'll wear my hair the same forever. You you could look up one day and I can have a bald head. I'm going to tell you now. I don't know. There's a, I can dream a new dream. There are so many possibilities, right? And I shared on Instagram on my stories the day that I was going to get a tattoo on my back. And the tattoo says, one life, no regrets. And I don't know what 2022 holds, but I know that every choice that I make, I will make it with the intention of having no regrets. There is no bad choice. There's either a lesson or a blessing. But anything that I choose to do as a woman who believes that she is completely sold out for being spirit-led will be the right choice. And I'm learning to embrace trusting it fully. And because I know myself and I know that for more years than not over these last 40 years, I haven't always embraced and trusted myself. 
I will still be in therapy. I will still be in masterminds. I will still have coaches and mentors and I will still have a life coach to support me in walking that out fully. I will still surround myself with people who talk to me crazy and confront me (laughs) when need be if that's the push that I need. And I'm okay with that because I understand that my voice carries and that when I'm being pushed, it fills me up so that I can continue to push you into purpose and push you into redefining wealth for yourself. And just from the reviews, thank you so much for rating and reviewing the podcast. If you haven't yet, please continue to do that. It helps tremendously. And I enjoy reading the reviews. I enjoy seeing how redefining wealth is impacting your life in so many areas, in all of the pillars and beyond. And my commitment is that I will continue to do the work. Because if I don't, how can I encourage you to continue to do the work? So contentment has taught me a lot this year. I'm very grateful for the lessons. I do see now that I will carry that as I have simplify and surrender and obedience and all the words of the last few years. I will carry contentment with me as I embark on this new journey to dream a new dream. And in season seven, I will keep you posted on what that looks like. I'm sure the season seven opener I'm just going to title it now. It's dream a new dream. And I'll probably share some things with you, whatever comes up for me at that time. But thank you so much for how you have supported Redefining Wealth, how you have supported me, whether you've been here a week or five years, or we've been here four years. We're going into our fifth year. Whether you've been here a week or five years or two months, I appreciate you tremendously. Thank you for showing up here and allowing me to hopefully speak life into you with the solo insights, but along with my guests. I have to say thank you to all the guests of season six, starting with Yolanda Adams. What a treat. Uh, This has been absolutely amazing. And one of the things that I'm content with is the decision to change the podcast to seasons. So we will be taking a two-month break from the podcast. But again, we have over 240 episodes for you to enjoy Go back, listen to your faves, listen to new ones you've never heard before. Understand that who you are today is not who you were the first time you heard those podcast episodes. And a lot of things are going to hit different. So allow them to hit differently. I still go back and listen to things and I'm reminded from previous episodes and I'm like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm. Yeah, so shout out to the podcast producer, Michaela, um, to my entire team, I am so grateful for the support that we have in this community. Thank you to all my clients from Command the Stage, Purpose to Platform, Platform Accelerated, all the things that we're doing right now. I love you guys. I appreciate you so much for allowing me, imperfect, completely flawed me, to still be used perfectly by the one who called me to support you in your journeys. I don't take it for granted. I pray for y'all every day. I'm so grateful that you allow me into your lives and these journeys. I'm just grateful. I feel like I'm saying goodbye on the podcast for good. No, it's just, unless the dream is different. No, (laughs) we will be back. I've already started to record for season seven. So we will definitely be back. But thank you guys so much. I love you so much. Enjoy your new year. Happy new year to you. I look forward to reconnecting 
during the next season. Until then, make sure that you connect with me in social media. I still be posting actively. I'll still be out speaking. Hopefully I can meet you when I'm out on the road. Seek Wisdom PCW is my Instagram handle. Come on over to the Facebook group. Redefining Wealth Facebook group is completely free. You're welcome to come over there and meet purpose chasers from all over the world. And that's it for me. You know, starting next week, I start to teach command the stage i have a whole new cohort that i'm so excited about if you still want to get in these are the last few days go to commandthestage.com check it out there's still an opportunity but we're winding down and really that's it i'm so grateful for you all until next time until you hear my voice again in march 2022 god willing i want you to go live your life's purpose find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money Talk to you later.